Good morning, everyone. Today's gospel, I have uh, the feeling Jesus is having a pretty bad day. So he's been out there proclaiming his message and talking about himself as the bread of life, come for the uh, nourishment of the world, the life of the world. And his message could sometimes be very challenging, and apparently some found it to be too much. And it says that many of them went back to their former way of life. In other words, they left. And you have to wonder if Jesus really had some deep feelings of discouragement over that or disappointment. And he kinda, as, as you see these uh, folks kind of going over their horizon, Jesus turns to his apostles, and maybe there was a little discouragement in his voice, and he says to them, uh, are you going to leave too? And Simon Peter makes a great uh, affirmation of faith. He says, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe that you are the Holy One of God. And we don't know what happened to those who left. If maybe down the road they, they came back and they, they did give their yes to discipleship. But Jesus never sugarcoated the, uh, the, the truth of his message. And it could be very challenging. And there's a section in the uh, Gospels where he says we have to pick up our cross daily and follow him. But in giving that yes to being a disciple, I think the Lord blesses us in tremendous ways with, with faith and hope and, and, and virtues. And there's tremendous blessings that come into our, our lives from that saying of that. But it's going to be a challenge. In our time, if what would cause people to walk away from the Lord? walk away from the church, the body of Christ, I don't think it would be necessarily the words of Jesus or the teachings of Jesus. You know, in our time, sadly, it's the leaders, bishops and priests, and we've all been watching the news, listening to the news, and it's a very, very uh, painful time. And there's a section in the Gospel of Matthew where Jesus really goes after the religious leaders of his day, the, the scribes and the Pharisees, and it's, it's blistering Jesus' response to them. And uh, what is Jesus critiquing? It, it's the hypocrisy, the holier-than-thou words and actions. It's the, the self-centeredness. It seems that what really drew the ire of Jesus was the way these religious leaders were in a way kind of blocking the grace of God through their, their, their poor leadership, and Jesus would have none of it. And I think it saddens the heart of God the way that uh, many priests and bishops have really betrayed Christ, betrayed the church, and caused great harm and damage. The Pope's in uh, Ireland today celebrating Mass, and that country's been racked by uh, many of the same scandals and struggles that we have here in the United States. And uh, a priest, a bishop, is called to be a good shepherd and to be an instrument of God's grace and to lead the people in a Christ-like way. And uh, most, most bishops and priests are men of integrity and men of, of deep faith. But there have certainly been some bad shepherds who have caused great harm and it's very painful. And so I, I just want to offer some uh, words of uh, reflection and hope here today. And I, and I don't say this in a, a trying to be pious or anything like that, but uh, I think our prayer for, for victims is very, very important. And our outreach for anyone who's been wounded or hurt. And St. Paul in one of his letters says that when one, one member of the body is hurt or wounded, 
all are. And there's that connection we have, have in Christ. And so we pray for any, anyone around the world who's been, uh, who's been wounded by, by abuse. And we pray for their healing. We pray for their, we pray for, for their families. You know, human sinfulness has been around from, from the very beginning. We're all familiar with Genesis and Adam and Eve and the Garden of Eden. And they were told not to partake the fruit of a particular tree. They were asked to obey. And we know what happened. The serpent slithers onto the scene and the embodiment of evil and they're tempted and they, and they fall. And why do they fall? The temptation, you can be like God, spiritual pride, arrogance, and they fall. When God comes on the scene and they're busted, what do Adam and Eve do? They hide, they conceal, they blame. And uh, that, that's, you know, we, we see that dark human impulse again and again on, in, in our world, in political circles and, and sadly in religious uh, institutions and uh, really everywhere. But it's especially tragic when it's in the body of Christ the church and our leaders and you should expect nothing less than this are always about truth there's you know with human beings there's always going to be problems and issues but we always have to expect that our that our leaders our bishops you know always address those in a truthful honest forthright manner with the heart of Christ and to lead with courage and to deal with issues in a Christ-like way a just honest and truthful manner at all times. And I, I think some of the, the, the damage we're, we're experiencing and damaged lives tragically has been because of a, a poor leadership. And we, there can be nothing less than leading with the heart of Christ. So I know it's a difficult time for, for all Catholics, for all of you, and probably feelings of, of some anger and confusion and maybe betrayal. And I would just encourage us, because I really think it's uh, Jesus' intention, for us to keep our focus on him, because Jesus is in the heart and the center of the church. We're divinely founded, it's Jesus' church. Human beings can mess it up in a big way. But we, our faith and our allegiance is ultimately in, in the Lord, the one who gave his life for us and who's present in the sacraments. And for us to take consolation and encouragement in that, that uh, we need to pray for the renewal, reform, the purification of our church. But we know through the power of the Holy Spirit, you know, the Lord who is present, he will bring us to where we need to be. And my, I'm in general very, very hopeful for the, uh, you can know that Father Ganella, Father Sarmiento, myself, we're, uh, we're here for all of you. And uh, our hearts are aching as well especially for those who have been victimized, but really for the whole, the whole church. And we need to be together centered in the Lord. And he's the one who will ultimately bring us to where we need with the reform, the renewal, and the purification. You know, now more than ever, our, our, our world needs the church because we all know it is, it is a very broken world and there's a lot of suffering out there. There's a lot of woundedness. And the Lord asks us to be his presence in the world. So we always need to keep our center and our foundation in the one who came to bring us life. It always saddens me when I hear that someone has, uh, has, has left the church, left the faith. And I think that's tragic. 
And sometimes it's the, the, the bad shepherds who have caused great damage. And for all of you, and maybe you've probably maybe pondered that yourself sometime, but I think the Lord's desire is that we stay together, centered in him, and uh, the evil one desires nothing more than that we get separated from the Eucharist. Don't let any person ever separate you from God or, for, or from, from, from the Eucharist. And we need that spiritual nourishment if we're going to stay strong as his disciples in the world. So we want to stay connected. This is the place that Jesus gave us the sacraments, the word of God. We have friendship with Mary and the saints and a community of faith. So let us stay strong together. And one, one last thing I'd like to, uh, to mention. This Wednesday from 7 to 9, or 7 to 8.30, here in Dempsey Hall at Crane Road, I'm going to have a gathering. And maybe some of you have questions. Maybe you're really troubled at heart. And, uh, and I'd like to delve into some of this a little deeper. I, I can't only say so much in a homily time. But just to uh, uh, have a time together as a parish to hear questions. I'd like to offer some reflections. And, and prayer. So that'll be this Wednesday from uh, 7 to 8.30. So in closing here, let us keep our, our hearts connected to the Lord. Let us pray for any member of the body of the Christ who has been wounded. Let us pray for our leadership that they, they lead the heart of Christ with courage. And let us pray for our parish community here at St. Pat's that we can stay strong in faith because the Lord counts on you and me to be his disciples in the world. We're all he has, and we need to stand strong in him and for his message. God bless you.